You're listening to Inside Columbia with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show. Fred Perry, your host this weekend. Glad that you have tuned in. Uh, if you heard the first segment, we are visiting with... Uh, soon-to-be former city manager of Columbia, uh, John Glasscock. Uh, next Friday is his last day in office, and uh, he will be uh, retiring and, and going off to greener pastures. Uh, you know, it was interesting. You you gave up a really nice home out in the country uh, when you became city manager three years ago uh, and had to move into the city. Uh, what does is, what is retirement look like for you? Are you going to um, travel? Are you going to read books? Crossword puzzles? What, what are you thinking? Well, my wife and I, we bought a camper van. Oh, we, we've been, good for we you. like camping. We've been camping since 2014, but we bought a camper van so we can go just about anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh she likes photography. We're, we're going to start some photography. I bought a drone, so we're going to get into video wow. and photography. We may start a business. Yeah, oh, good for you. That's great. Uh, so you got a plan. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, your wife is already retired, yep. so uh, so yep. she's ready for you, I yep. guess, uh, or maybe not. Um, so when you look back at uh, your 19 years uh, with the city of Columbia, what do you, what do you sort of see as the major, the pivotal points, the, the turning points for the city? What, what were the, the things that really created change within our city? Well, I would tell you most, the biggest parts is when you change city managers, it, mm-hmm. it, it makes a big change. We had Ray for 20 years, a city manager. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you, you, when you have a person that long, you're pretty much set the way you do business. Mm-hmm. When Bill come along, we started changing some things. Uh, you know, we, we had a new police chief come and, and so we started doing things a little differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike came, had a whole lot of different ideas, you know, yeah. and, and you know, you remember TIFF and, oh, yeah. and uh, enterprise zones and the things that blight. Mike, Mike, yep. <laughs> but you, that's one thing I'll never <laughs> told the city manager. Don't ever say the word blight because they'll hang you from the flagpole. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, you, you, those are the things that, that I would tell you that's pivotal when you have manager changes. Um, you know, I, I would tell you, you know, when, when you change councils drastically, when, you know, Mayor McDavid and, and Daryl Dudley and, and Mr. Kesspool came in all at once, mm-hmm. that changed, you know, that, that was a change in yep. how we looked at things. And so when you start changing councils that drastically and, and, and even the manager, that's when you notice changes in the government. Yeah. Speaking of the council, and I, I, uh, took the opportunity to, uh, watch a big chunk of the city council meeting on, on Monday night and, uh, um, it, the dynamic on the city council right now is pretty interesting. When, when McDavid was mayor uh, and uh, Laura Nauser was the uh, city councilperson for the Fifth Ward, you could pretty much count that almost every issue um, was going to be a 5-2 vote. And um, uh, But there seems to be, from my perspective, as someone who has sort of watched city government in Columbia for the last 30 years, uh, there seems to be a lot of tension. Uh, between the council members right now, and uh, there are a lot of divisive issues. Uh, probably roll carts uh, is is an example of something that came up on Monday night, where the, the division amongst the city council members was pretty significant. Um, so, how would you characterize uh, this city council versus previous city councils? Well, I would tell you when I first got here, you know, we we pretty much you could count every time when Ray had a vote, it was. At the worst, six one. You know, mm-hmm. it would. They always, you know, voted that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when Bill got it, it got a little bit more uh, segregated. Um, but as you talk about, you know, our council's a council manager form of government. Yeah. And, and so, 
uh, our council, each one of them has a singular vote. And so for them to get anything done, they have to get four people to vote their way. Mm -hmm. And so each, each one of them, um, they they only have a short amount of time to get things done three years which is not very long in government you don't get things done very fast and i think they realize some of that and so it gets put pressure on themselves to get things done quickly and government just doesn't work that way and so i I think what you're seeing now is is the frustration that one they need to work a little better together and and quit focusing on singular priorities because you, when you have seven singular votes, you have seven different priorities. Right. And so they need to decide as a group what's the priority we're working toward, uh, and and that's some of the struggles that you see with even with you know like the ARPA money and and those things. What what are we going to use this money for? And when you have seven people going seven different ways, it's hard to get consensus. Yeah. So it is a city manager form of government, and I think that that is a foreign concept uh, to uh, a lot of people right now um uh, gary nolan on his show this week was talking to uh dave Rowland about uh, a city council that's trying to uh impeach one of their members for uh questioning the police chief uh, there there is a protocol there is a process for the way the city council city council people uh correspond and and uh relate to uh city employees right uh what are the expectations? Talk a little bit about that for a second. Well, I can tell you, you know, I can tell you for me, the manager form of government, which is everything goes through me. And yeah. so the council can't direct the, 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 the staff at all. Yeah. You know, when they direct the staff, they have to direct me to go to go do it. Yeah. And I'll pick the staff that, that will do it. And so, it, you know, they only have three employees. Basically, the, the council gets to pick, which is the manager the city the city clerk mm-hmm. and then the judge yeah. the municipal judge they they hire those three positions and that's it everybody else is hired by the city manager so uh, they can't uh, direct me to fire they can't direct me to hire uh, it's a violation of the charter if they do and, and they can yeah. give up their seat for it what grade would you give the current council for following those rules they follow the rules pretty good with me i mean mm-hmm. truly and, and you know i told them that i said you know when i got the job we're going to follow the charter pretty close yeah um and so you know when we have they ask a question maybe you know singularly when i've got a meeting with them by themselves they'll ask a question i said well you need to bring that up in the council when you get three other people to vote with you that's how the government works it's not one of them gets to make the decision they four of them have to make the decision right um so one of the most contentious issues right now uh, would be roll carts, uh, fair to say, uh, based on the last council meeting. You know, in 2016, uh, the Columbia voters went to the polls and and basically placed a moratorium on uh, changing uh, from our current bag system. Um, so what what is your assessment of the issue? And, and if, if you could just make the decision by yourself, and maybe you could uh, without council input, uh, what would you do with our, our trash collection system? Well, back when they did the uh, initiative petition, it's only good for like six months. We couldn't change it for six months. So now council is past that. They, oh, they could change okay. it if they want to. It's in yeah. ordinance right now. So it's it's legislative. We can't Without a vote, parts. they could actually uh, just pass it all by themselves. Yes, they could. Okay. Yes, they could. But there's really not the political courage to do that right now. Well, it, it, right. Correct. Yeah, okay. At least on part of them. I'll tell you, there's a, there's a couple that would like to change it tomorrow. Right. So, but 
so but there's not four that that i'm counting yeah so but if i was changing it you know you're going to have to make it safer for the employees mm-hmm. i mean people today don't want to do that type of work that manual labor picking up 50 pounds at every house and throwing it in the back of a truck whether it's 100 degrees outside or it's zero you know right. there's there's people just don't want to do that kind of work so you got to make it either one easier to do which if you do then you go to roll carts which means the person has to have a cdl that drives that truck which is even harder to get sometimes Mm. uh, than than getting people to to even pick the trash up so that's an issue now the other issue you could go for is privatization Mm -hmm. you know Uh, and those are the two things that i would tell you needs to be looked at hard at do we want to stay in this business if so then we need to make it easier for our staff Mm -hmm. if we don't then we need to privatize it and 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 go that route even when it's privatized uh the city council and the city manager will still get the calls when people's trash is absolutely Uh, that as a county commissioner Um, and so sometimes privatization is not always what it's cracked up to be correct you know which uh, could be problematic but uh uh so it the expense the last numbers that were thrown around were 12 million. Okay. And so you have to assume that it's probably much more than 12 million these days. As hard as it is to get trucks now, yeah. yes, it's over. You, it, it would take us probably three to five years just to phase it in. Yeah. Because you can't get all the trucks at once. Yeah. So, uh, did I hear you answer my question? I can't remember. Did I you? think I did. All right. So you, you probably would not go to roll carts. I would, no, I did not say that. I, I want to make it easier for my staff. So roll All carts right. is the easiest for the staff. It is. Okay. But, but if you, but finding but CDL drivers would be is pretty a, tough. It's a tough issue too. So, yeah. you know, you might, you have to look at both of them as, yeah. as you go forward. You're going to have to, you know, look at what's best for the city. Is it better for us to do it? And, and fight that fight with the CDLs, or is it better to privatize it yeah. and somebody else fight that? I will tell you, with the landfill, regulations are not getting any easier, yeah. and we own our own landfill, and so you know those things have to be addressed as well. It's not just about picking it up. It's also about maintaining that landfill. Yep, so. yep, no question. Well, um, so the other uh, contentious issue, I was trying to remember uh, – the other, oh, the use tax was placed on the council on the ballot for April, uh, the Wayfair tax – Basically allowing uh, the city to collect a 2% sales tax on internet purchases. Uh, I'm probably not doing that justice in my description, but uh, um, the council has voted to put that on the April ballot. Will the county do the same thing? We've been talking to them, and, okay. and they, they seem to be uh, supportive of that. Uh, I don't know that they have yet, but, but I've been talking to them, and yes, they are supportive. And so that did not do very well the last time that was uh, floated to voters. I think it was 2018. Um what uh, what's different this time? Well, I think we're going to, um, and we already have. I've engaged um, uh, Matt um, at the chamber, mm-hmm. uh, Matt McCormick, and and they're they're engaged in it, and and I, I believe they're supportive of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't heard that they're not, uh, and so he's on our committee and talking. You know, as we talk with the county, the commission, and, and myself, and and him, and we get uh, the others involved. Uh, I believe it's got a, a, a better than average chance of passing. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know that you talked about two percent, and uh, for your vit, for your listeners, the one percent goes to general fund, which sixty percent of that goes to public safety, mm-hmm. and then a portion of it goes to parks and then streets, and then the other one percent goes for your transportation sales tax. Half of that, half half the one percent goes to transportation sales tax. A quarter of it goes to capitals, you know, to mm-hmm. build capital, which is a police station or fire trucks. It right. cost us a million dollars a piece. Yeah. The other is a permanent eight cent for parks and a and a and a uh, 
temporary eight for parks as well, that, right. which just passed for 10 years. So, you know, it, that's where that money would go. It's just not freely, you know, right. doled so out. That 2% would be divided proportionally based on the existing Correct. distribution. Correct. Okay. So it, it doesn't all go to, no. uh, uh, one thing. Um, so would you say that, uh, you know, it's, would you call, would you classify this as a tax increase? No, I would not. It, okay. It's something that should have been collected all, all along. Okay. I mean, there shouldn't be any way to get out of taxes, yep. obviously. Um, uh, but, you know, it it wasn't in the beginning. And so our state's the last state in the United States to deal with this. Yep. And so here we are. Do you have any idea what this will yield on an annual basis for, for the city of Columbia? I don't have any figures. I, I've only been told, you know, somewhere between five and 10 million annually. Wow. Okay. That's significant. Yeah. Uh, you can do a lot with that. Yep. Um, I want to uh, talk a little bit about, uh, you because of your uh, experience and, and you were uh, a big part of the decision to help fund the Roachport Bridge on I-70, uh, over the Missouri River. What's the status of that project right now? It's moving forward. Uh, they're in the design build phase. And, and so, uh, I think they're out there building some in vents as i speak uh somewhere out there yeah they move uh, a lot of dirt yeah so in, anyway they're they're working on it i can tell you we put two million toward it i know the county put money toward it i can tell you it's a big thing for the city yeah. uh, if that bridge ever the old bridge i worked on it many years as modot uh, it's it, it's it needs replaced it needs to re- be replaced 10 years ago but yeah. um it's a good deal for the city talk uh for uh, we have about a minute here left in this mm-hmm. segment talk about the overall uh status or the uh the state of infrastructure in our community uh sewer street sidewalks what what sure. what are the biggest problems that we need to be worried about right now well right now you know i've been dealing with streets and so when we got all this federal money for the airport through cares act and and the arpa money uh even transit money so i i repurposed our city tax into our streets and so mm-hmm. that's why you see the downtown streets looking so good yep and that should continue for another two three years I believe streets is in very good shape. Mm-hmm. Our sewer is in very good shape. We we built a new sewer plant. Uh, the big thing uh, that we need to work on is our relationship with the Boone County uh, Sewer District mm-hmm. and our Boone County Fire District, our, our cohorts there. But uh, otherwise, we're in pretty good shape infrastructure-wise uh, because we're funded well. Yeah. When we come back from this uh, next break, we'll uh, we'll talk with uh, City Manager John Glasscock uh, about the worst part of being Columbia City Manager, and I have a feeling we're going to get a very candid response from him, and and uh, we're going to take a.